What's up, Basement Bookiverse? This is Basement Chair, and I've got a little bit of a prologue for us this week. Only because we started a podcast abruptly, and that's on me. Uh, just to let you guys know, we were talking about... I have these uh, commemorative superhero-like tins, and they're hung up on my closet. There's Thor, Hulk, Captain America... Anyway, Captain America falls off and hits me in the face. And, uh, you know, Rich asked me about it. One thing led to another. He decided to ask what Captain America would think about Donald Trump. So it starts It starts a little political. We don't... I don't like talking about politics because I don't think I'm smart enough. So, like, anything I say about politics should be taken with a grain of salt. Um... You know, sometimes it's okay to be silly. You know, and that's what this is. This is just, we're just hanging out. You know, just having a good time. Nothing we say is to be really taken seriously. Uh, anyway, thanks for taking the time to listen to Basement Booker's podcast. There's so much other things you'd probably rather be doing. But you, you, you're not doing those things. You're taking the time to listen. But, well, maybe you're doing both. Well, you can listen to anything you want. You chose to listen to this, is what I'm saying. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. And again, we apologize for uh, last week's episode. It was was a rough one for me to even listen to. Uh, Anyway, uh, don't forget about the Magic Life. It is indeed scheduled for one fall, so make it count. This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. If you're so good at marketing... Why are we still poor? I guess. Yes, like you wouldn't believe. Dicks out for basement bookers. Sure. I mean, I think, first of all, he would have foiled Hillary Clinton already. So she wouldn't have been able to run. She wouldn't, she wouldn't have gotten this far, you know? And Trump, there's no way. The, the, he's, he's a bad guy. <laughs> like, he's not a bad guy. Like, I don't know. He's like Lex Luthor. But he, that's the thing with wealthy people. Like, wealthy people, the fact that I was born poor... Like, it's ingrained in me that they're pretty evil. Yes. And and the way he... The, he's kind of like a bully. If you've seen him, the way he speaks to people mm. and things like that... You're fired. Sometimes I feel like he says ridiculous things. It just got higher. The wall <laughs> that I'm going to build. <laughs> and if I do get elected, the first thing I'm going to say is... Damn. Now I gotta build a wall. How are we doing this? You know? So That's all I gotta say about that. I get scared when I talk about when I hear things about that, especially when I don't know enough. 
Yeah. I, I don't like, know. I know that I don't know enough to vote in this election. I also know that we got a billionaire mayor who is an asshole. Trump has proven himself to be an asshole. I do agree with a couple of the things he says, but not enough of them to want to vote for him. Hillary, I don't trust because she moved to New York just because she knew she would get the Senate seat, which would be her in to the White House. So I don't trust her motives. Maybe she's just playing chess. This lady, we don't do it like that. She's a career politician, dude. Did you shape yourself up, man? Nope. Hmm. Combed it before I, before I left. Oh, because it looks like you shaved oh. this area. Yeah. So it's still all straggly down there. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, and yeah. I honestly don't know anyone else that's in the election. But it, but I would not vote for either of them. I would vote for someone I never heard of, and I would be happy with myself. You know, I was talking to Farron about it. I was like, you know, this election, I should have listened. When you're a kid, and they're like, well, maybe one day you could be president of the United States. <laughs> got to junior high school. I'm like, no, I'm going to be president of the United States. So you got to be smart to be president. You got to be like a really good person. You got to follow all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. You gotta go to all this school and all that. And not for nothing. Let, let, let's, let's, take, let's take apart one little issue here. Trump is all about, you know, keeping the illegal immigrants out and everything. He owns, like, a thousand hotels. Right. Is everyone that works there illegal? Not everyone's name is Consuelo Pablo. Dude. Just saying. He should... Much like I've said about our country, he should worry about cleaning up his own mess before he worries about cleaning up everyone else's. You know what it is, man? There's a reason he's friends with Vince McMahon. I feel like a lot of the things he says is that. It's like, what you gonna do, brother, when Donald Trump <laughs> gets rid of you? You know? Just, just see if someone posted on either, I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook, like a bunch of pictures of Trump and Hillary hanging out back in the day. Yeah, he, he, she, she was at his wedding. Dude, it's... Yeah. That part of me is like, he's... I honestly think regardless, if one of them win, it's not going to make a fucking difference. Yeah, I, I feel like they're friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, if me and you, mm-hmm. no one knows us that we're, like, buddies, mm-hmm. and we're like... Let's rig this election. Let's both let's, run. Let's do this. One of us will get in. There's yeah. no way that one of us won't get in. This guy's a nut. With that guy, uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah, he's a, he's a psychopath, probably. You know? I don't know anything about him. Do you know the early days of the, of the country? What the first elections? The second place person was the vice president. Interesting. Whoever got the the most votes, electoral or otherwise, I don't know if they had the electoral system in place yet during this time. Whoever got the most was president. Whoever got the second most was vice president. How did they change that? Politics. That is the... I mean, because here's why. And I, I, like, I kind of get it. You want a vice president that's going to support you. Not one that is pissed off that you took his job. Vice president is there to take over in the event that something happens to you. Like Lincoln, Kennedy. 
yada yada, right? Yes. So, you want him to think like you. So, it became sort of a package deal. Well, that's good and bad. It's good because you want the best guy to be president. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. You want the best person mm-hmm. to be president. And you want, you'd want the second best person to be vice president. Because then, even though what you're saying mm-hmm. has merit, but there have been successful tag teams between a face and a heel. I don't want to talk about that. We don't, want, we don't have to talk about that. But you know what we do need to talk about? We talk about basement booking. And that's why we're live, folks. We're live. You heard the message. Put it away now. <laughs> because the basement bookers, we're here. This is episode number. I don't care. Because it, we're all connected. 137. 137. If you listened last week, I apologize. I apologize. We apologize. We're here. Get used to it. Because the basement bookers, we're not going anywhere. We will not be deterred we're by like, hangovers. That's right. We're, 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 we're like herpes, bro. You, you can only treat it. It's not going away. And We're not going away. We prefer you treat us well. Yeah, treat us well. We're still not going to go anywhere. Particularly on social media, don't hashtag basement bookers or herpes. Yeah, don't do that. Although you can't hashtag wieners out, it's funny. Also, I love South Park. <laughs> and that's funny too. It's still, to this very day. So, you know what's not funny? What's that? Monday Night Raw is not funny. You know what's not funny mm. to you? What's that? The fact that I am the champion of the world. Again. Yeah. It's not. Ed's still hashtag. But it's okay. I'm... I told you my strategy. I'm going to keep going with one match, picking it different, because very often we agree. Quite often. So sometimes... The only way for you to win is for for us to disagree on at least one match. At least one. So I'm going to... I have to make it a point to win back this title. I will do whatever it takes. I will do what I can to win back my rightful champion. You will. I, I know you will try very hard. You will try your hardest. Like the little engine that could... <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. He got over that, huh? Let me tell you something. Did you finish up? He got over it. But guess what? This isn't a storybook. <laughs> there are no happy endings. I was going to go into like this whole thing. And I'm like, the Miz cut this promo. Last... He's... I Was it... This Thursday, where he's like, Tuesday. The, the hero doesn't get the girl, I got the girl. Yeah, that was you this know. Tuesday. That was good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to skip ahead, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. I mean, it's our show. It, it is our show. We have no producer here. Do what we want. Do what we want. Who's that guy in the fucking booth there? There's no one here. Okay, it's, good. you didn't take your meds. Oh, shit. Sorry. See? It's all right, bro. Listen. Stop looking over there. Okay. Pay attention. I am. But this Miz Dolph Ziggler stuff, even though we both chose the Miz to win, that was a very good match. It was. Which I, I expected it to be a good match. Did you go in there expecting him to lose? Did you, like, I know we the picks we made, but when the match started, 
No, I think I think I went in with no expectations as far as who would win. Um, I like to go go in like that. I didn't really think wasn't really thinking about it. I think we would have cared more if there was a difference in opinion on the outcome. Well, anytime you have a career match, I mean, it goes without saying. Obviously, all matches are fifty fifty. Yeah, but the stakes were higher here. The stakes were higher. Uh, there's the Ric Flair rumor. I wonder if that was planted information. Everything would work. Could be. It sure could be. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember... I honestly don't remember if I expected anything. Speaking of Ric Flair, mm-hmm. I gotta say something here. Mm-hmm. What they say about Ric Flair is true. Okay. The good things or the things you can't explain. This past Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Basement Chair, all four days, went to Comic-Con. And on Thursday, passed by Ric Flair, who was sitting at booth number 775 for Headlocked, which is like, they have the, the, this comic book, it's about wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, but I haven't, I didn't get to buy it, because it was either that, or get my photo op with Christian. Mm. Foley's line was way too long. Christian's wasn't. <laughs> I, I don't know if he just got back, but there was no one. Oh, Joey Styles! Uh, I was right, I saw him, I was like, I walked right past him! No pictures of him? Like, he was on the right. Well, I would cost uh, money. Oh. Too much money. Like the, the Flair one didn't cost money. No, it didn't, because I just... Yeah. I know. I should have. Damn it. All right. Anyway. I mean, it wouldn't... And Flair, he's, he's kind of putting on a little weight. And his suit doesn't look... It didn't look... That's good. It must have been a good suit. It looked like he was dressed to color. Hmm. So anyway... Uh, Ric Flair, dude. Like, I walked... I was like a foot... Away from him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is gonna make fun. Why? You could just wait till I was done telling my story to do that, though. Sorry, I'm thirsty. You're rude, man. You're rude. And I would expect that from a challenger. <laughs> a champion would behave that. Gotta way. throw you off your game. You, you try to take that belt. You try to. You're trying to mess with my story. I was telling about the great Hall of Famer, the 16-time. Heavyweight champion of the world. So there I was, and all I could do was walk past. Mm-hmm. Not even quick, like in a in a in a in a daze almost. Like there was something coming from that direction, man. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but all I could do was sheepishly bow <laughs> in his direction, and he saw me. He saw me for a brief second. Nice. Ric Flair saw me. And I that that made my day for some somehow. I, I don't know. I couldn't explain it. There's a chance he might remember that, which is cool. Or not. And I wouldn't care. Because it was real to me. Mm-hmm. Dang it. And the Christian thing, I don't know what it was. Maybe because I was nervous with... The crowds and stuff, because mm-hmm. that's how I be. But I'm like asking him questions. I'm like, the first 
you know how we're always like, why do interviewers ask such stupid questions? <laughs> you were not starstruck by Christian, were you? I might have been. He's taller than I thought he would be. And handsomer than I thought he would be. Which was weird. And I'm, okay, I'm secure. You know, I'm very secure with my manliness. But like, his clothes fit. It's weird. Like, Anyway. You saw the pictures. He was listening intently to what I was saying. I saw one picture. There was two. I also saw one. You didn't see the one where, where my hands are like this, and I'm in a conversation with him, and it looks like he's interested in what I'm saying? No, I saw the one where you two posed. Well, and it's also, I'm Captain Hindsight right now. I should have did... The five-second pose. The five-second pose with him, and I didn't because... Like I was saying, like, I was, I got, I got caught. I got caught, bro. I'm like, uh, did the, when is there going to be a, uh, is there going to be a second season of uh, Edge and Christian? By the way, yes. Nice. Yes. Okay. Exclusive information right here. They're working on it. Pro- pro- production or whatever. I, I, I forgot. But I felt like I was asking questions too fast. So <laughs> like, are you going to, oh, and he knows. He knows that you disliked his one more match. I told him. Really? I told him. I said, my friend Rich, he hates one more match, but I loved it. Just let you know. <laughs> and uh, and I told him that, that I'm a peep. Well, I, well I, hated, I hated his face. I didn't tell him that. Because I didn't want to be rude. Okay. And I, I'm like, you gonna, you gonna, you going to wrestle again? He's like, no, I'm never going to wrestle again. I'm like, good, you should wrestle again because you could get hurt. Wrestling hurts. You said that? I said that. Cool. He's like, thanks, man. You ready? And we took picture together. <laughs> and I, I could have stayed there because Noko didn't look like anybody. But I didn't want to like overstay <laughs> my welcome. I didn't want to be shooed away by the guy I called the handler. Also, mm. why do they only take cash? My card's good. It's easier. Because then if it, the cash, I would have taken it. Picture with Joey Styles or whatever. But anyway. I don't know why they only take cash. That's weird. That was my wrestling experience over there. I believe I saw Foley's wild hair. I don't know if Noelle Foley was there or she was too small for me to see. Rumor has it she was there. She was, like, at the time that I walked over. Oh, I maybe see. she went to the facilities or some mm. nonsense. Anyway, that was the experience. Stepped out to bang clown. I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't. I saw. I may not have seen Clown. I've seen a Chun Li. I've seen a Cami. I've seen a boatload of Harley Quinns. Mm-hmm. Too many. This is too many. I said it. But yeah, back to the No Mercy. The No Mercy. So we're skipping to No Mercy. We were talking about it. Yeah, we were talking were. about That's the Miz. True. So veggies come later. You know what, man? I didn't mean to. Mess up the flow. Oh, fine. Oh, okay. How about we can break it up? You know, we'll eat some meat right now. Oh, let's do the no mercy, and then we'll do the veggies. And then we go into... We gotta lure them in with a false... Then we go into... I don't even know security. what else. Yeah, we'll just do whatever we want, because this is our show. Mm-hmm. We're in charge here. You know, you you don't even have to go in order. You can just go into things that popped out to you. Uh, you know my memory. Alright, how Especially about... Especially this week, I did a lot of drinking... I didn't like the fact that they made the main event the first match. 
Oh, because of the debate? Yeah, I know they did it because of the debate. It actually came out officially. They pretty much acknowledge it. They wanted to make sure they got the main event in the real main event before the debate started. And I, I get why, but I don't understand why. It's like, how, how many people, if you had to guess, how many people do you think are watching pay-per-views and don't have the WWE Network? It's a small number. Right, so everyone, so the majority, let's say 90% of people that are watching the pay-per-view are watching on the WWE Network. Yeah, 90% of people that are watching the pay-per-views have the WWE Network. It should be 100%. Because even if you don't have the network, what are you going to do? Pay $50 or you pay the $10 and watch shit? Yeah, $50. And by the way, $50 for that? Yeah. Nuts. Are you crazy? So one of the biggest features of the network and widely known is that you can either A, watch a live event later or jump in 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock, whatever time, and if it started at 8, you hit the little button that says watch from beginning. Mm. It It's not like they're losing viewers. They're not. They would not have lost a single viewer to the debate. They wouldn't have. They would have gotten them eventually. They're watching the pay-per-view eventually. If they care about wrestling, they're watching the fucking pay-per-view, and then they watch the debate later. I have a theory. Okay. All decisions like this are made by who? Vince. The old man. Yeah, old school. Does he understand? I, at really? this point, I think he does. Hmm. When has he ever moved a main event to first? To first. All right. In the defense of the WWE, I'm just going to say this, okay? I didn't know. There was a debate on. So I thought there was going to be some shenanigans Mm -hmm. and there would still be a main event for the heavyweight championship. I thought there would be two matches. I thought Cena would eat the pin Mm -hmm. from from AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. Which was what you predicted last week. Thank you. It was a triple threat match. Mm -hmm. So anything went. And I thought because he cheated to win, Dean Ambrose would receive a rematch at the end of the night and AJ Styles had to defend the belt again. That's what I thought. I saw, I knew about the debate, but I saw the the false tab. Yeah, I was like, oh no. That's what I said. <laughs> I saw the false tab. I saw the match restart. I was literally waiting the entire pay-per-view for Ambrose or Cena or both to be in Shane and uh, Daniel Bryan's office saying he tapped out. Right. Why is he, Why? how does he walk away with the belt after tapping out? Which... Brings me to a point. All triple threat matches for a title, at minimum, need to be elimination. Really? They need to be elimination because he tapped out. Oh, who who, who did he tap to? Who gives a shit? He tapped. He's out of the match. Now you got a singles match. Go. That eliminates the whole... That eliminates chairs. That eliminates all shenanigans. All interference. You will have a winner. For the title. Period. I guess, because it's it's 2016 now. Yeah. If I'm in a triple threat match, I'm coming to the ring with a steel chair. Yeah, at minimum. What are you going to do to me? Mm-hmm. Or you could make it, you could do the elimination thing, 
The disqualification will eliminate you also from the match. Exactly. Disqualification or a countout. Yeah, or I a could count see out. I could see that being the only like real issue, but you fucking work around. The guy has to get back in the ring by the count of ten. You know, oh if he's worried about getting pinned, guess what? The other guy's gonna break up the pin. Or, or can... maybe not. It's elimination. Hmm, interesting, interesting. When I, I brought this I brought up certain rules that Vince Russo was doing with his stuff, mm-hmm. which, by the way, before I could even go into what they were, you were just hating. It does make sense, right? Being able to lose your championship on a countout or a disqualification? Because the champion shouldn't have an advantage. Right. It is, I think, I would agree because it makes the match more exciting. Because mm-hmm. you're more concerned. Because I wasn't concerned with AJ Styles losing that belt in a triple threat match. Yeah. Exactly. Not one bit. If any of them are using a chair or whatever, it's AJ. Of course. He's the heel. That's A. Two. That's right. Don't, don't dare tell me where to go. Two. That was painful. Anybody's going to attack to... Those two submissions at the same time. Yeah. So he doesn't look weak at all. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. I, I, like, at first I was thinking, okay, maybe two things. The main event is first because of what I said. And then maybe because the Intercontinental title match was not just for the Intercontinental Championship, but a man's livelihood. Why wouldn't that be the main event instead? True. Instead we got... Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Let's jump ahead. We'll go back. In which case, Randy Orton is defeated by a man whose tongue is sticking out. Yeah. That was a distraction. Yeah. All he did was stand there, like, <sighs> and he got Sister Abigail by Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and now if you if you didn't realize that it was that they changed the order of the show for the debates, or if you're like millions of other people and. You watch the WWE Network and you don't live in the U.S. and don't give a fuck whether we're going to get fucking turd sandwich or giant douche as our next president and you don't know about the debates? It was, was Luke Harper supposed to be the big reveal? Really? Not much. Really? You know originally he was going to be on Raw? Yeah, well he was drafted to Raw. Yeah, because well, Rowan got hurt. Rowan got hurt, so they, they, sh- they shuffled shit around. So Bray Wyatt can't float by himself apparently. I think they, I don't know, I don't blame Bray. I think they want to protect him. Protect his character. I gotta tell you. As his cult leader. I gotta tell you, it's a waste of time. For me personally. I know you enjoy the character, but it's not, I'm gonna say it's not his fault. But, it's the creative... It's not good. Yeah. I don't think these guys know what to do with a character like that. You know? They gotta let him Matt Hardy. They gotta give him some... They gotta give him more creative control. Just... Just think I do... Here's what you do. No more scripts. Mm-hmm. You... Bullet points. Make sure you touch on this, this, and this. I don't care how you get from this to this. As long as you get there. Well, I don't think they script him. He, you know what? Would, would... Uh, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying, in general, mm-hmm. as long as you get somewhere with it. 
They like, sh- you could tell when a guy, T.J. Perkins, mm-hmm. like you were saying, yeah, is being scripted. Right. You can tell. Mm-hmm. When you can tell, that's bad. I mean, for those guys, where you can tell, mm-hmm. maybe you should let them... Yeah, bullet points. Because maybe, instead of trying to get yourself over as a writer because you wrote their stuff, mm-hmm. how about you let the talent get themselves over mm-hmm. by being themselves? And then they, And then you look better because... That was your segment. Yeah. Just, you know, I don't even know how they do things. We're just just two guys. Sitting in the basement. Talking about something we kind of like, which lately has been beating us in the face. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Like, why don't they have a test? Say, okay, this is your next feud. It's only going to go from this pay-per-view to this pay-per-view, so it's only going one month. You write it. Sure. Do this one. If we like how it turns out, if it gets good response on the social media, those magical websites and stuff, then we officially and forever loosen the reins until we got to tighten them again. Ah, you said reins. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He also shouldn't be scripted. I agree. I agree. He, like, it's... He, he, He was starting to show some personality... And it was working, and they killed it. Who else? It was someone else. I don't remember. Cesaro. Yes. He kind of threw himself under the bus with uh, those four ropes there. Yeah, it's hit or miss, man. Mm-hmm. So the the guy's good at being super strong. Yeah, Ry Ryback was good. I was shocked that Ryback was better on the mic than Cesaro. Well, yeah. You're right. We're, of course, talking about the episode of Raw where they were both allowed to go out and speak their piece in their own words, unscripted. Yeah. You know, personally, though, I think Cesaro would make a better heel sometimes, I feel like. That's, it's, it's a rough situation because so many fans liked him from the indies. So, and, and they're a fan of his work. They well, he enjoyed started it. as a heel. Yeah, he did. And then, I don't know. I don't fans, know. Yeah, fans got behind him. It's fickle. It's, it's hard, fickle. though. Did you read that Ryback interview that he gave? The interview he gave? That's actually yeah, I know that's how we use it. I, no, I know. That's why I'm not annoyed. All right. Because your face... I, I know you're waiting. You, you're waiting you, for me you to be told annoyed. otherwise. Because no. just... I knew you were trying to annoy me. You, you're trying to stir the pot. Stir the pot? I'm the champion of the world. God, that feels good to say. Let's say... Okay. That's champion of the world. What was I talking about, Cesaro? Oh, yeah, right back. He was talking about how... I, I, I don't mean to not name who interviewed him, but no one cares. Huh. He's talking about how he'd always lose, like, his big matches. Right. Okay, I did read that interview. And the fan gets conditioned. Mm-hmm. Why would I be behind this guy if all he does is lose? Yeah. Like, kids mainly. Mm-hmm. Like, even grown-ups, too, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't agree with a lot of things that he says. Like, the money thing he talked about. Not in that interview, but previous interviews. Mm-hmm. But I do agree on that. He's a guy that 
I'd rather... I'm probably going to look... People are going to hate on me. Because I know who you guys are. You, you Kevin Owens fans. I'd rather seen him as Universal Champion than Kevin Owens. Because... Because I, I was thinking about this. Because I was watching NXT this week. Mm-hmm. Did you see... Uh, I forgot. The two ex-football players. They were in a tag team. Tino uh, Sabatelli and... Riddick Moss. Yeah. The one that uh, took out Hideo Tommy. And that's in the news. I look at those guys. Mm-hmm. I know one of them, maybe both of them were on Breaking Ground. Uh, Tino was the only one that was actually focused on. Okay. If Riddick Moss was there, he was just background. Yo, I'm a straight as arrow, a straight arrow as could be. Mm-hmm. But dude, those guys look phenomenal. Yeah, Tino's in ridiculous shape. I see I'm like, we'll see what these guys can do. Mm-hmm. Or, how do I look like that? Yeah. I, 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 want, I want to be like that when I grow up. Get, when I grow up, mm-hmm. me specifically, <laughs> that would be great. Mm-hmm. I heard he had bought a new Maserati. Yeah. And I believed him. Dude's got money. He was, he was in the NFL. He yeah. has money. So, that dude looks like a star. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he could back it up with Mike Work. Mm-hmm. His in-ring ability is fine, I guess. If you could play pro ball even for a week, you're an athlete. Yeah. So, I always respect, like, Baron Corbin, I don't hate on that much. It's, he's got the personality of a board, <laughs> but the dude's an athlete. Mm-hmm. He played ball, bro. I said it like a bro. He played ball, bro. He played ball. Can't even say it. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would rather see Ryback as Universal Champion. Like, why couldn't he... What What was wrong with him that he couldn't... Why didn't they use him better? Why couldn't he get a run? That doesn't make sense. He's basically implying that creative, and then from there he means management, because management makes the final calls, wasn't behind him. He's, ba- he's basically crying, I don't know, what is it, racism, sexism, religionism. He's, he's, he's crying. He's crying. He's cryback again. That's where he lost me. Mm-hmm. As soon as he said, so-and-so or whatever creative or writer has it out for you. Mm-hmm. It's not his exact words. I'm like, that's where you lose me. Yeah. That's it's where the secret, remember, because he was... Yeah, the secret. He, he the read the secret. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put things out, if you really believe that, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have even said stuff like that. Yeah, here's the thing. You see your face, you see you're getting booked to lose all the big matches, guess what? You're a face. The crowd is still behind you. Your job is to turn from the face into the sympathetic face. Don't just be the face that's losing. Be the face that's losing and the crowd feels bad for you because then they still care about you. Give them a reason to care. How you do that, in-ring mannerisms, you know, walk to the back with your, you know, head down, shoulders hunched, all defeated, talk about, I'll get you one day, whoever you are, whatever the case is, you know? Keep the crowd behind you. Don't just keep doing, like, sometimes, like, when you have to read between the lines, sometimes you have to act between the lines. Maybe it doesn't, maybe the script didn't say, 
any of that. Maybe it didn't say, walk to the back, shoulders hunched, looking dejected. Maybe you do it anyway. A, keeps the crowd interest. B, shows management you're willing to lose, and you're going to then walk to the back as a loser in that role and keep the fans behind you. Keep the fans in line with the character, as opposed to, like, basically losing a match and then just standing up and walking out, no selling any of it. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Mm -hmm. I like how we're having a flowing conversation here. Mm -hmm. We agree on most things, mm -hmm. but I have something I want to throw into here. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. It's not that you lost or that you won. It's how you won and how you lost. And that's on who? That's on the ones who put the match together. Right. It wouldn't have been so bad. Because we can go back into WWE Network archives, mm -hmm. which we're not going to do. Right. Maybe you can do on a vacation. And see the ways that Ryback has lost his matches. Mm -hmm. Or the amount of time in which he lost those matches. Mm -hmm. And see if... This correlates because mm -hmm. he might have a legit gripe because it's not how you win. It, it It's how you win or how you lose, not that you do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? To, to your credit to what you, to what you said, mm -hmm. there's more to it than acting between the lines. There's also mm -hmm. you need the right you need the right situations. Yeah. Like in ways John Cena's lost. He's not going anywhere ever. Right. Like he lost. He took the pin after getting hit with a chair. Mm -hmm. He's fine. Mm -hmm. Here's what I would have done. And this would have fixed everything. Mm -hmm. John Cena didn't need to beat Rusev for the United States Championship when he did. Right. Remember, what, what WrestleMania was? The one where he came out with the tank. 32? Was that the one where Seth Rollins <clears throat> won? Yeah. Okay. So each had the skulls, Terminator. Yeah. Whichever one that was, because there were symbols, I don't know. Yeah. Play button. Play button. WrestleMania play button, right? Yeah. Okay, so at WrestleMania play button, <laughs> you should have had Rusev. You should have had right back over Rusev. That must have been 31 then. I'm sorry. Right. You should have good correcting, because there's probably somebody... Yelling at we'll the hopefully fucking... put the thing away after the intro. <laughs> and they're like, you don't, even, you don't even know WrestleMania numbers. Listen, they, they switched it up on us. They put symbols. Yeah. What is this? Not our fault. Emoji? What's the next <laughs> one? It's going to have the poo emoji because uh, uh, Enzo will win the Royal Rumble sometimes. Nice. Imagine. By the way, if that happens, You're it was foretold in the Geronomicon. Anyway, like I was saying, I would have had Ryback go over Rusev and have Ryback do the U.S. title um, challenge stuff. That would have been better because John Cena didn't need to do that. And it also works for the Ryback face character. Feed me more. You know, whoever wants a shot at the title, come on out. It's like being at a buffet mm -hmm. and they bring the food to you. Yeah. A, like a Brazilian steakhouse. Exactly. You got to go to one, bro. I I went to one mm -hmm. in Florida mm -hmm. that when we went to see the the WrestleMania 
where uh, Flair wrestled his last match. Ah. Uh, and we were there for the celebrate. We were there for his send off mm-hmm. for the Raw after. Such a great match. Yes, I was a part of history. Oh no! Anyway, like I was saying, it's a good idea, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't get it. But nothing. They gave Ryback the ball. When? I don't remember who he was feuding with, but Cena basically, uh, literally and figuratively, took himself out of the picture and said, it's his time. Oh, and he was injured, and it was against Punk, right? Was it Punk? It was one of the champions. It might have been Punk, and I think the Shield got involved. Maybe. And, oh, yeah. Well... That's a case of wrong place, wrong time. But, they, you know, they could have stuck with Ryback at the time. You know, have, have him feud with the Shield. Have him, you know, I know they want to keep the Shield strong, but, have you know, have him go over each one individually. Maybe. But then, you know, just maybe distract, maybe distraction, Roman goes over, whatever. I think. But, like, Cena, Cena literally took himself out of the picture for Ryback to get his shot. Why they, they didn't follow up after that and come back to it and eventually give him the belt? No he idea. He became cryback and feuded with Cena for a little while. Ah, oh, yeah. He turned heel again. So maybe that was creative. I don't know. Yeah, look, But dude, I, I, feel, I feel like that was, when, that was when he was closest. I really think the best thing would have been that United States because... They were making it so John Cena makes the United States Championship mean more. Yeah. Why not? You could have killed two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. You could have had Ryback, like you were saying. I didn't even think of that. Phoebe Moore. Yeah. It's like the buffet. Mm-hmm. Bring it to you instead. Yep. Why not? You could have done that. Mm-hmm. And had him run roughshod. It would have been a reboot. Mm-hmm. He's just going through everybody. And then what? You want to get somebody else over? Then you could have had a returning Del Rio go over him, maybe. Yeah. And then let them feud. That would have been fun. And don't put Del yeah. Rio with Coulter. Yeah, that would make any sense. He hated him. They never explained it. They broke up abruptly. Mex America, get the get out of here. Get out of here. I don't have any like. Who said that was a good idea? How did Vince okay that? I, dude, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. But I think we did it, bro. We we saved Ryback. We saved Ryback. In an alternate timeline. So what were we talking about? All right, we did the inter- Big guy. Sorry. So do in. you agree with the Intercontinental Championship being the main event instead? Of if, if it's not going to be the world right. title, then absolutely. Yeah, because I thought, what higher stake can it be than a man's livelihood? Mm-hmm. It'll also show that you were behind Ziggler. Yeah. You know? Uh, Maurice looked great. Always. And the fact that everything, they threw everything mm-hmm. at this guy and he still won. Even losing his boot? Yeah, that was great. I, I figured that was a tribute to... Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Honestly, I saw that. I'm like, oh, he's he's sending tribute to Eddie Guerrero. He's going to lose. 
Cruz. Mm. Like that, like as his, his final memorable act is a tribute to Eddie. Right. Which I think right around now is the anniversary, like his birthday or anniversary of his passing. Monday. It was his birthday mm-hmm. because Sasha Banks mentioned it. Yeah. We got a, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. We do. Is there anything else about No Mercy? That you wanted to talk about. Becky didn't wrestle because she was sick. We still don't know what it is. We know it's unrelated to wrestling. Right. Uh, so I think Alexa Bliss losing to that, Naomi means that, that Alexa me. Bliss wasn't going to go over. Well, I'm, I'm sure Alexa Bliss wasn't going to go over. I had said it. I mean, I think we had both said We both not, said that Becky was going to retain. Yeah, it's it's not her time yet. I, I, I really like the character. Um, I would actually like to see more of the character because I don't feel like we know the character other than she throws tantrums really well. <sighs> Sorry. But you can't have your number one contender come out for a match and lose to someone that wasn't even in the title picture. You can't do that. That that takes the credibility away from your number one contender. Well, but what don't you think that it helps Naomi? It certainly does. Wouldn't to me the women's title match, title picture on SmackDown is kind of weak. You want another like dangerous competitor for your champion because everyone should want to be the women's champion. You're right, and I agree. And I don't also, like, I don't like another face being thrown in there though. Well, it opens up a triple threat match probably when Becky comes back. And then Naomi can eat the pin from Becky and keep your girl Alexa protected if you want. And then have them get that number one match that she was promised. Yes, but they did announce on SmackDown, or maybe it was the... That she will get a title match. And they already have the date, November 8th, in Glasgow, Scotland. I agree. But if the number one contender got beat, doesn't that leave it open for Naomi later? They're not, gonna, they're not going to remember. Later, yes. They're going to forget. Could Because this is... Like, with the exception of the main event and the main event, this was really a throwaway pay-per-view. She's got the glow. She does have the glow. It was a throwaway. Who won the tag team match? Yes. Right. What tag team match? Let me see. Oh, uh, Slater... Um, Usos. Usos won that. Right. So the Usos are the champs? Yeah. Is that what it is? Weird. Like, they didn't feel like champs. They don't. They never did. I still don't like them. They went straight thug, bro. I somehow... I I didn't even... Wow. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. No, they went over. Yeah, I was gonna say, because... Beauty and the Man Beast went over. I'm sorry. I used the wrong... uh... Oh, we both picked the Usos. That's why. That's why that's in red. Yeah, because we thought... (laughs) Whoops! Ah, whatever. Anyway. I'm glad we were both wrong. I Yes. Yes. So Nikki beat Carbella, mm-hmm. which is fine for me. Yeah. You had me convinced that Carmella was going to go over. I was nervous. But then when she hit her finisher, mm-hmm. I wasn't nervous anymore. The Rack Attack 2, yeah, yeah, as soon as I saw that Carmelo was in control for most of the match, I was like, yep. Yeah. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. But yeah, I give No Mercy a meh out of meh. Yeah, I, th- I honestly thought um, 
Nikki might tap to the what is it, the Code of Silence. Code of Silence, great name for a submission move from a girl from Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are right. Kurt Hawkins did not wrestle. Uh huh. Carmella's a heel, right? Yeah. Shouldn't she stop that moonwalking bullshit that she's doing when she comes out? Yep. Thanks. Because <laughs> that's the first thing I thought about when I saw it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but why? Oh, You're a heel. Speaking of throwaway, uh, Baron Corbin also beat Jack Swagger. Oh, we didn't care. No. No throwaway match. Yeah. I'd hate to be the sucker that buy the ticket for no mercy pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. At the very least, well, you probably would have wanted to stay for Miz and Dolph. But, you know what? You, you, go f- you go there, you see the world title match, take a tour of the arena, get some popcorn, get some hot dogs, get some chips, get a bunch of beers. Still be cheaper than watching a pay-per-view in Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm just saying. Definitely is. But then you get back to your seat for Dolphin Miz. Yeah, who wasn't. Excellent match. And I had to have good seats, though. Because otherwise, I'd just watch at home. One of these days, one of us is going to hit the lotto, and then we will have ringside for Mania. You know what? Maybe we should learn how to play poker. And <laughs> we, could make, we could make that Deb Bilzerian money. <laughs> Bilzerian. F- FYI, based on Book of Universe, or Book of Verse, if you will. Everybody knows. They should know. We have, yeah, we, we kind of have a new hero. I, I, this is the first I ever heard of this guy, Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, he's been around for a while, but Jesus. Yeah, if you, if you look up in the dictionary, living the life, it just has a link to his Instagram. Yeah. That was a man. I, if you, if you won the lottery, you'd be doing what he's doing. Remember the guy, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what happens to the promotion, but there was a kid, an 18 year old kid, won the lottery and started his own wrestling promotion. Whatever happened to that? I, I don't know. (laughs) You know, if you had Jimmy Hart, if I would have won enough, I would have tried to buy TNA, which we'll talk about. We, we may as well jump right in. We should. We should. Because I feel like the stuff that's happening behind the scenes on TNA, mm-hmm. hopefully they don't storyline it, is way more interesting than what's happening in their actual storylines. Like, I, this is real. I watched the last two weeks of TNA. And I find myself Are you okay? saying, First, other, you than, okay? other than Matt Hardy, why am I watching this? You say that out loud? Just about. Oh, wow. This is the first time I've said This is actually the first time I've said it out loud. No, I might have said it to the wife. Sometimes I, I think do. that when I watch Raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. It didn't make the headlines. Because I didn't think it was noteworthy. But, and I, I don't know how serious he is, but... Supposedly, Matt Hardy wants to buy TNA. And after seeing this week's episode, honestly, I wish he would. I really wish he would. He said the first thing he would do is change, is get rid of the TNA acronym. The stupid... Total non-stop deletion! Yeah. I, I, honestly, I don't think he should call it that. I think he should kayfabe the actual... If not the ownership, then the control. He should put a figurehead in place. Like, um... Jack Tunney was. Yeah. Or something like that. That way, it doesn't, you know, it, it, in a way it seems more believable. Because Matt Hardy has to be the only act like that on the show. And he can't be president or owner on screen or anything like that. 
Because then, I mean, he'll make the whole show fucking wacky. But, figurehead leader, general manager, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But him doing all the writing, or at least having all the creative control. Not even him, Jeremy Borash, bro. JB? JB is responsible for Final Deletion. Well, I heard he produced it. Yeah, but... You Which means money. That doesn't necessarily I mean thought it was creative his, him and Matt worked unless, on it together. Unless we're talking about the creative side of production. Because, like, like... Yeah, he does a lot of that stuff, I thought. Hmm. I took... When you said that... When you said weeks and weeks ago that, that JB uh, was the producer for it, I took that in the Hollywood sense in oh. that he put up the money. Man, we should have more information. Yeah. Like, basement book is also... I, I agree. I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like that is ignorance on, on the part of where we got our information from. Yes. We, I mean, we only report what we read. Pretty much. Or see. Or see. Or hear. Or hear. Sometimes the voices are wrong. I was say, you got, you got any other, uh, any other senses you want to say, or, <laughs> <laughs> or touch, or taste? I don't know how to taste the news. Or smell. Sometimes you smell what's cooking. Sometimes. When there is indeed no cooking. It smelled like steak when I got in here. It was good steak. Look, all I'm saying is... Oh, there's, there's gonna be... Uh, an episode of Impact filmed... At the Hardy Compact. And it's gonna be called Total Nonstop Deletion. <laughs> there is. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel great. Um, I just hope Matt has full creative control. I can't believe that I am putting TNA's future on the back of Matt Hardy and expecting it to succeed. Dude, you, you, you're like, you're almost like me a few months ago, not believing that I'm behind Matt Hardy in the first place. So, things change. <coughs> it's a The f- last time I was behind Matt Hardy is when Edge stole Lita from him. Yeah, that was it. That was real to me. Because it was real. It was real. So it was really, really real. Yeah, we I was there. there when he showed up and attacked Edge. I was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Farron came with me. We went. So, it's crazy. The guy we called Fat Hardy. Yeah, here he is, just tearing it up. He's letting him do him. That's years of experience, my man. <coughs> it's a fun character. Dude, he could make Maxwell the 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 figurehead. He already calls him King Maxwell. Exactly. How funny would it be? It's like, he, he throws like a baby temper tantrum. It's like, oh, you know what that means. This match is no disqualification. <laughs> or, or something like that. Like, th- that could work. Just don't make it Vanguard 1. Which, my slow brain was like, oh yeah, V1. Duh. (laughs) Uh, I will not mock you for that. Thank you. So what was the other, uh, the TNA? Because there's, Billy Corgan got a restraining order on Dixie. I was going to say this for next to last, because this is the, the longest news story we got. So... Mike Johnson from PWInsider.com. 
is saying that Billy Corgan filed a lawsuit against Dixie Carter, her husband Serge, and I can't make up this name, Dean Broadhead, who is the current CFO of TNA, Impact Wrestling, and its parent company, Impact Ventures. Uh, the suit was... Uh, ah, skip that. Delete that. Delete! Uh, ProWrestling.net is reporting that Corrigan also applied for a temporary restraining order against all most of those people previously listed. Um, and requesting that a jury hear the case, and there will be a hearing October 20th in Nashville. While not a lot is, of, is known about this hearing, the belief is that due to some of the wording in the legal document, which is viewable online because it's public record, that Billy Corgan is trying to use legal matters to stop Dixie Carter and the rest of TNA management from making some sort of business transactions or, or deals. It's worth noting, and this is part of the rumor side of things, um, there have been reports circulating that claim things between Corgan and Dixie are so bad at this point that they refuse to work together on TV. And Billy Corgan reportedly didn't even show up to the latest talent meeting held by Dixie. This is great. This is amazing. This is happening for real in real life. A battle for ownership of wrestling promotion. Between the current owner, Billy Corgan, the Harris Brothers, and their Aerolux Corporation. Suppose It didn't make the news, but supposedly WWE is not in the conversation anymore. That sucks. Matt Hardy, all we gotta do is hit the lotto. That's it, man. The ideal situation would be we win the lotto, mm-hmm. and we go in with Matt Hardy. And just put him, give him creative control. Yeah. We just want to go. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let us sit in our creative matches, uh, creative meetings, mm-hmm. and just play, what do you think of this idea? And in a contract, they have to take at least two of our ideas a month. That's one each. That's fair. I wouldn't want to, you know, like, put anything like that in writing. I wouldn't want to mandate that. I would. <clears throat> what if we have shit ideas compared to theirs? It's us. Really? It's true. Come on. If the one idea that we had was for Ryback to go over Rusev at WrestleMania, that would have been the idea. We have not bad ideas. We have plenty of not bad ideas. We've got plenty of good ideas. You know, creatively, I'm just not sure how deep the well is. Dude. I had an idea for a stipulation. Oh boy. <laughs> a match. You know how they have hair versus hair matches? Mm-hmm. The hair versus hair matches, the loser gets their head shaved. Mm-hmm. Why not have the opposite? What if it's two bald guys fighting and the loser has to wear a wig? Because I was just imagining Ryback wearing a woman's wig. Huh. That'd be so funny. Like, for a whole month, you have to wear this wig and you have to be my valet. <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh, that's, man. That, that's interesting. Right? It's different, and it's never been done before as far as this booker knows. Basement booker, which means I'm not a real one. 
I have no formal education in this. So, so here, here are the two big ideas to come out of this this episode. <laughs> okay, we have all trip uh, championship triple threat matches should be elimination, right? And we have the bald versus bald match where the loser has to be the winner's valet in a woman's wig. Yes. Those are our two big, bold ideas to come out of this episode. Hey, and Ryback should have <laughs> won at the WrestleMania against the Rusev. Would he have been Ryback and? Had he lost? The hair was match? No, he would still be Ryback, but just in a woman's wig. Or whoever okay. the bald, the other bald person would be. It doesn't matter. What's matter? Could it even have hair versus bald? I like my idea better. Because then your opponent would literally be your bitch. There you go. Right? It doesn't get more humiliating into that. That reminds me, I like how... Was it Ms. Adolph who mentioned being Kerwin White's caddy? It was Dolph. Mm-hmm. It's better that way. Because he was like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Kerwin White's caddy. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, no mercy, Emmy H-R-C-Y. No mercy. Yes. Ah. That was it, huh? That was it, so we're, on, we're, we're still on veggies. We're still on veggies, right? Yeah. See, I fucked up. That's okay. Because you mentioned Dolph Ziggler, and I'm like, what are you talking about? No mercy still. Dolph, What's going on? Dude, my, my fucking memory jumps around. I'm the, Anytime I remember something, I'm happy. Okay, good. So, Paige... Is suspended for 60 days for her second wellness violation. Her father on Facebook claims it's due to a prescription drug for pain for her, quote, long-term neck injury. But WWE issued a statement to the previously cited from last week, New York Post, claiming that she, quote, tested positive for an illegal substance, not a prescription drug. I want to know what that illegal substance is. Mm -hmm. For sure. I don't know what's going on, man. If, and I'm not, like, I'm not, I don't want to cause any speculation, but if Del Rio is slipping her roofies, she cannot be blamed for that shit. I'm just saying. These are, these have to be very good roofies. Because mm-hmm. I'd imagine she drinks a lot, probably. Yeah. I don't know, man. In all seriousness, this sounds really shady. And I think in the future, when all this, all the dust settles, mm-hmm. we're going to find out and it'll probably be better than any storyline right now. I wonder if... I really hope this isn't just to separate two people. I know. Like, that they want control over a person like that. Because that just doesn't make any sense. I wonder if, for whatever reason, if at least if the this uh, this wellness thing that they keep hitting page with... I wonder if that's not a cover for them wanting to fire her, but not wanting to, you know, go through whatever legal hoops they have to. Yeah, but they can grant the release if they want to. They, they did that for Cody and uh, the other girl. They could. I don't know. I There's easier ways, dude. There are. I'm... This is... I. I it's feel... a real shame. I feel like this is weird, and I think this is... Another, yet another one of those situations where we're really never going to know the whole story. Like, we could hear from Paige, 
and what you hear from Vince or, or H or Mr. Seaman. But I feel like we're really never going to know the truth. Dude, the fans are suffering for this. Mm-hmm. She's in the prime of her career. She does have to have neck surgery. I get that. Mm-hmm. Great. But what's happening? She's already not working. Why is, Why are they even testing her if she's not fucking clear to wrestle? What, what, what's the point of that? Yeah, it, that's suspicious. Like, unless we don't know something like maybe if you test, if you fail one test... I think you have they, to pass... They frequently, more frequently visit I th- you. I think they do that. I think you have to pass a test. I, I think to be cleared, to be reinstated, you have to pass a test on the spot. I think. Uh, it would make sense. This is bizarre. We're never going to get to the bottom of this. Considering, I mean, the first one, she didn't even fail a test. She just wasn't there. Yeah. And they even, WWE even said that, you know, like after uh, the violate the first violation... She hooked up with them, took the test, and passed. So, I'm curious, what the fuck is the second violation? Who knows? And why did WWE feel the need to go to the New York Post and say, specifically, that it's an illegal substance? They went to the Post? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe the Post went to them. I asked for a comment. They probably went and asked for a comment. But... You know, it's pop. Another possibility is that the post called and someone answered the phone that wasn't authorized to give a comment, and that was what they said. Maybe because every now and then, like like where I work, there have been a few uh, legal issues. Like we would get memos to not comment to the press. Maybe this person didn't get the memo. Maybe the memo wasn't issued yet. Maybe WWE didn't think that. Anyone would call them? I don't know. It's a lot of fucking question marks. There are more question marks on fucking Riddler's jacket right now. Yeah, so let's just squash that. Next. We're going to figure that out. <laughs> so on Thursday, WWE announced that Hideo Tommy suffered a neck injury. Did we, we, we didn't talk about this yet. We mentioned it. So Hideo Tommy has an injured neck once again. And there was video. You watched the video, right? I did. It looked like he... Yeah, he got dropped right on his head. That's a two-man thing, though, right? Is it... No. The guy and if you're, him? If you're power slamming someone, it's it's all the guy doing the slamming. Yeah. Well, hey, that's a sound investment, man. Like, if you notice, Joe doesn't do the power slam anymore. Because Joe do- did a quick snap power slam. And I always said... If he slips up once, the other person is going to have a broken neck because he does it so quickly, the person's head just goes right over the mat as they're flipped around. Maybe this Riddick Moss guy was trying to do something similar and didn't end well. Yeah, probably. That's too bad. So he's out. No, AJ Styles hit the Styles Clash. He modified it. He saved his life. He could have killed him, but he didn't. Against uh, Ellsworth. Ellsworth, yeah. Ellsworth tucked his chin. But you saw how AJ changed it on the fly, though? That I didn't pick up on. Yeah, because he would have killed him. What did he do? He went further forward? Lifted his I don't his recall, legs? but he did adjust it to okay. where he didn't. Because he was a... Yeah, that was scary. 
Speaking of, and let's talk about that because honestly, it's not in the news. I think it's newsworthy. I know you read. Did you watch, did you watch Talking Smack? Uh, no, I don't watch Talking Smack. Honestly, Daniel Bryan said on Talking Smack that because James Ellsworth beat AJ Styles on SmackDown, he's the number one contender. James Ellsworth is getting a world championship match against AJ Styles this coming week on SmackDown. Oh, you lose. Yeah. But, but maybe not. Get out of here. Think about this. Andros. And, and, Andros. Andros. Hold on. Ambrose comes out to distract. AJ loses. James Ellsworth is world champ. Let's say, I don't know. Lightning strikes a second time. AJ's out of the title picture. Ambrose is a former number one contender. He could beat James Ellsworth. Or can he? Not if AJ has anything to say about that. So, by the way, I looked him up. He actually, uh, Ellsworth, runs a promotion in California. Yeah, I knew that. I thought it was Baltimore. It might be for some oh. reason. Because he's on Talk of Jericho. But yeah, no, uh, he's not being AJ Styles. Again. Anything can happen. In Who? the E. Who's the heel? Who was the heel in that situation? Because Dean Ambrose was... AJ almost killed that guy. And this is before the Styles Clash. <laughs> like, he had him in the freaking calf crusher mm-hmm. for Lord knows how long while freaking Dean Ambrose is chatting with a plant mm-hmm. or whatever. It's crazy. Not a literal plant. What I mean is an attractive female planted in the front row for sake of story. Oh, yeah, there was that, too. No, no. wait. When he was in the calf car, he was, he was on his phone. He was... Yeah. He got a call. I think... Ellsworth was paying for that with his body. A better alternative to that would have been for Ambrose to look at Ellsworth, look at the rope, and start counting. One, two, three, gotta break the hole. Four. To say, oh, he's under the bottom rope. Meanwhile, he's nowhere near the bottom rope, but... The thought, the, the 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 official. The referee says he's under the bottom rope. You gotta break the hole. What are we gonna do here? I think that would have been better. I think it went as well as it was gonna go. To me, the point came across. Yeah. Damn. Why did I do that to AJ though? <laughs> Why did I do that to Ellsworth? He won. Ten minute calf crusher. He beat the champion. And then as soon as Ambrose put his hand down. He- it was great. That's called great selling. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Can't wait. Good. <sighs> Smackdown. Oh, by the way, we we were talking about Itami. Yeah. Just to go back to that. Um, because the moves. Yes. That's why. So Regal announced that Hideo Itami's replacement will uh, to team with Kotobushi will be the Cruiserweight Champ T.J. Perkins. Oh, good gonna grace the NXT ring. Alright. That's good. It is. Two more. Both can be quick. First one will definitely be. Second one might not. Big congratulations. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bell expecting their first child in the spring. How are we just now reporting this? Of 2017. This is, this is old. Oh, well, we oh record, you have a date. We recorded on Tuesday last year, last week, so. Oh, maybe. That's okay. why. Probably. So the countdown is on. Twenty years from now, the greatest champion of all time, the new goat, probably might look more like I don't know, whatever. I'm not speculating. We we don't know gender yet, and I don't think it matters whether or not he or she doesn't matter. 
Gonna be a good wrestler. Well, the ceiling will be equal in 20 years. Or not. Like, the women's championship might be more important than a universal championship, if there even is a universal championship in 20 years. We have no idea. I bet it's gonna be one belt again. <laughs> and, and then back to two, and then one, and then back to two. Yeah, I don't, don't know. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. So, already. did you see what I posted on the Basic Booker's page today? Oh, that angered me. Oh, good. We get to talk about it first. So, before you talk. Before uh, I talk? Yeah, before you talk. He's cutting my knees out. I'm the champion. This is my topic. Oh, you don't get the topic. I would like to publicly thank Mick Foley for speaking out publicly in defense of Seth Rollins because as Mick as you said he's fallen under scrutiny from in particular Bret Hart who is a legend in the industry and therefore a credible credible source of information and a credible opinion giver Bret Hart has been attacking Seth Rollins viciously over the over the past number of months, ever since the John Cena broken nose incident, calling Seth Rollins dangerous. And Mick Foley, I want to thank you for defending Seth Rollins. Like JR once said, it ain't ballet. I'm sure he said it probably a thousand times. It, sometimes injuries just happen. Maybe the Cena thing might have been prevented. Sting? He's too old. I said it. The Finn Balor thing? He hit the barricade wrong. That one was not Seth's fault. It could be argued that he didn't have to use that move. It's moving his arsenal. Until they ban it. You agreed to take it? Shit happens. Mick? Big props. You're putting your own reputation on the line to defend... Seth Rollins, and I think you made the right call. Excellent. Well said. Thank you. I thought you were talking about the Mickey James news that you posted. No, not that. Oh, okay. I didn't care about that. I read that article, and I didn't really give a shit. Because, like, first of all, who, how, how am I to trust the words of Mick Foley, who's trying to defend Seth Rollins, who's on his brand, Raw? It's all real. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> He's a shill. And, and, and this is preposterous. This is preposterous. Because I'm pretty sure if Seth Rollins was on SmackDown, you wouldn't hear shit from Mick Foley. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I was going to share something with you, but I shared, because I, I couldn't put it on the page on mobile. But there's a house show video. Of Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Owens... I'll show it to you later. Okay. I don't even want to... You guys, you Google search. Actually, it will be on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. You check the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Or you'll also see me and Christian in a photo together. Because I'm also uploading the Comic-Con pictures tonight. Uh, tomorrow morning, probably. For, for, for me for, for me to the Basement Booker's Before fans. you hear this. Before you hear this, probably. Or, unless I do it dirty. I edit. will do this before you hear my voice. Time paradox. Whoa. 
Don't fuck with me right now. You see, you made me swear. I'm going to bleep that out. Anyway, listen. Uh, Smackdown. Mm-hmm. We're done with Smackdown? You do all the vegetables? Let me double check. All the vegetables are done. Okay. I want to talk to you about Raw. Or maybe we should save that topic. But it just came up. So, Hell in a Cell is the next Raw brand show. Yes. I'm going to ask you right out the gate. Is three Hell in a Cell matches too much for one pay-per-view? It could be. If they if they separate it with bookends and one right in the middle, then it's fine. Although that's a lot of work. Lower the cell. Raise the, the cell. cell. Lower the cell. Clean up the blood. <laughs> Which there probably won't be. Look, I'm all for female empowerment. 100%. I closed our joint pay-per-view... With a ladder match mm-hmm. between two female competitors, you're pi- you're pioneering. I I am right now. Right, right. You are. But what I'm about to say now might get me attacked by the many female listeners that I draw to the basement bookers with my smooth voice. Okay. I don't think. I might have I might have wanted a women's hell in a cell match before. Or it was a cage match I think I wanted. Maybe cage. I don't think a hell in a cell between two female competitors is the right move. There's two reasons for that. Number one, the things are watered down as is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we know physically women and men are built differently. Right. And can withstand different kinds of injuries. Yes. As is, they do some risky stuff. Now, in a Hell in a Cell, you're going to go all the way or you're just not going. One of the biggest taglines for Hell in a Cell is that careers have been cut short Mm -hmm. because of the cell. It's not a demonic structure if you could put two women in there and they're not going to they're not going to do crazy stuff in there. They're just not. But I think it takes the wind out of it. You know what I'm saying? It makes it less of a thing. You have three in one show. If they did just, just the Universal Championship and just the women's title, fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I thought the Hell in a Cell was used to blow off feuds. Theoretically, yes. Is the Charlotte is Charlotte and Sasha Banks not gonna fight again after this for a little while? Don't know. Maybe. But that should be a feud killer right there. It should be, I agree. It should be. Rusev and Roman Reigns, it should be a feud killer, will it? Probably. I don't see how many times Roman Reigns has to beat Rusev. Yeah, it's it's not a hot feud. No. I like it. I'm a fan of it. Mm-hmm. I like Rusev versus Roman Reigns, but not where I need to see it every week. I agree. You know? Uh, They're not Rock Austin. I'm a fan of Rusev's new facial hair. It's pretty cool. You notice that? A little more Wolverine-like. Right? It's weird, but it's cool. Uh, the Universal title match? Okay, yeah. That makes sense. It's the championship. Mm-hmm. You want it to be, you know. You know Jericho's going to get involved. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Owens is going to retain. 
think. Mm-hmm. Like, Rollins shouldn't win, especially coming off an injury. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It makes Owens look weak. You can't beat a guy in a hell in a cell that just recently recovered from having his ribs injured by you. Yeah, I figured Jericho's going to be under the ring for the whole show and then come out during the hell in a cell match. Maybe. Unless he has his own match, which I don't know. No one's going to rat him out. Because they'll be on the list. That's right. You see that the list is on www.com? Yeah, I did. I don't even care. Yeah, it's stupid. But yeah, I, I know I sound sexist. I'm not this time. Ric Flair says Charlotte has something big planned for that. Okay. Is she going to come dressed in bubble wrap? <laughs> that would be smart. Right? Although it would probably inhibit her movement. But here's the thing. It, it, what is the point? The hell in a cell, you you want to, you know, whip them into the... They're not going to do that? You know, you're not going to I go. think they will. I Listen, we've seen Charlotte versus Sasha. You've said Sasha in particular, but also Charlotte, doesn't need to do some of the risky shit they do. Right. They're going to do shit. Imagine it's the one time they don't do shit. But you know what? <laughs> you know I'm what? I'm telling you, man, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's different. It's different. That's what life is different. But you know what? It's already worked. Putting two women in Hell in a Cell, it's got people talking about two women in Hell in a Cell, which has people talking about the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. It already sold more tickets. It already has more buys. Do you have facts to back this up, or is this speculation? My wife has a marketing degree, I can call her. With all due respect, sir. No. Okay, just no. She doesn't have projections, facts, and figures on this. Not actual numbers, no. Exactly. I'm asking for numbers. The theory. Are we talking about it? We are. Okay. But we we were going to talk about it anyway. We would be talking about Hell in a Cell anyway. We wouldn't be talking about having two women in Hell in a Cell. There are listeners. I I know for a fact. I know for a fact that you and I, the Basement Bookers, have listeners. Collectively. That don't actively watch wrestling. They they get their news. They get from us. They they catch up on what's going on in the wrestling world from us. Yeah, we bear their cross for them. We do, so to speak. And now they're like, wait, two women in hell in a cell? I gotta see this. I'm scared for them. What if something happens to Charlotte or Sasha Banks? You know what? I'm concerned also. Yeah. But you know what? Gotta watch. All right, all right. I get it. You're 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 pro feminist now. You, you get all your brownie points with, with the women out there. They know you're on their team. I'm just explaining the marketing. Listen, marketing. All right. If you're so good at marketing, why are we still poor? Because. That's a good soundbite right there. <laughs> Why does she not listen on Stitcher? You're pointing to I'm, where... So because we have iTunes. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We have iPhones, and podcast app just snatches it up, and there it is. Right, but if you want to support the Basin Bookers, if you want to help try to support the Basin Bookers financially without giving up a single penny of your hard-earned money... You will listen on Stitcher. Spoiler alert. You're spoiling the go home. Spoiler alert. 
One last thing you gotta say. One last thing I gotta say, I should say. That's right, because I did... So, I started the podcast mm-hmm. with some stuff, like... Really weird episode today, I think. I, I we, we just ran with it. Yeah, the ball. Uh, Alright, so, <coughs> we're... we're we're fifty fifty. I want to see what happens. Yes. Wait, it's not next week, is it? No. Okay. We're we're already an hour and a half in. Next week. <laughs> next week we have episodes. Crap. I'm promising right now. I'll oh yeah, because you have a whole week. I do. Yeah. And you don't. You have a week. I do. You write faster than I do. You you write on the. Train. I might even off the dome it. I might even do my episode live on the air, which is not technically live, but it can mm-hmm. be if the Basement Book of Universe or Book of Verse, as you want to freaking label them. If with you your need. labels, with your labels, you label it, people. You, you're with the government, bro. Vote Basement Bookers 2016. We're not. <laughs> write us in. You can write us into the ballot. You know what? We could win. Just, just write Rich Deriz into the ballot. I will ride the coattails. I do not want to be. See if we get some uh, some funding from uh, from Dan Bilzerian. Listen, if he's going to fund anyone, it's not going to be us. You don't know that. I do. In the Sea of Wrestling podcast, this is the one that gets picked up. Maybe one of his ladies of the evening is a fan, or hour, or yeah, minute, right. listen, or second. I was, I was, I was, I was trying to be polite, give her a little dignity, whoever she may be. Listen, she's already probably got a modeling contract just for being in an Instagram photo with a guy. Okay, mm. I'm just saying that's the fact of the matter is, is what I, I what I just said. So, do what you think about uh, Seth Rollins. On Raw this week. I think he did like a segment. He was like, burn it to the ground. Dump Seth Rollins. Gonna burn it to the oh, ground. Oh yeah, he'd be, he'd be Jericho and then Owens attacked him. Yeah, because Jericho, if Jericho won, he would have been in the match. Yeah. They should have let Jericho win. That reminds me. I know you didn't see this week's episode of TNA. No, I did not. Um, We had Mike Bennett versus Cody. Don't call him Cody Rhodes. I can't. So we had Mike Bennett versus Cody. And Mike Bennett hit the pedigree. And Cody kicked out. And Josh said Mike Bennett is trying to play mind games by hitting the pedigree. Very good. Now did he come up with that on himself? I I don't know if he was fed the line or what, but... We'll never know. But that was excellent. Very good. I, I know that I didn't even obviously didn't write down because I don't write. Yeah, you remembered something. That in itself is a celebration of life. And I took a swig. Good. Spot in Oktoberfest this week. My drink of choice. You know, I'm going to admit something <laughs> here. Uh huh. I didn't finish raw this week. Wow. I forgot that I didn't finish raw. Wow, that's why you didn't. Did you see that? You must have seen the Seth thing. I saw up until there was a match where I had to stop and go to work. And I didn't. Like, I was going to watch it on Hulu mm-hmm. on my phone. It wasn't up yet. And then when I got home, 
it's like I had a weird day at work, so I didn't want to get disappointed by watching Raw. Mm. So I left it alone. I'm like, all right, next day. But Tuesday was SmackDown. Yeah. I finished SmackDown, though, because it's two hours. Mm -hmm. So that's something, right? Yep. Did I finish SmackDown? I probably finished SmackDown. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. I. It's not the way it used to be. And you could say it's social media. You could say it's because people are watching it on their phones. But let me tell you something. Back in the day, I could smell your beer off of you, bro. Nice. Weird. Back in the day, <laughs> I might have spent a couple of bucks on a pay-per-view. But if it was this quality back then, hell no. That's all I'm saying. Couldn't fast forward. No, you. Unless you had tape. No, I mean like the shows, like mm -hmm. the pay per views. Just saying, man, it wasn't good. It wasn't. I try to bring out the positive. Let's positive right here. What's positive to you about this past Monday's Raw? Without looking at you, know. Without looking at my notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Fact that Jericho wasn't added to the uh, match. Really? Mm -hmm. I would have thought it would be better if he was. No, 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 no. Too soon. Keep it singles. I guess, but that would have been a better dynamic than Ambrose versus Cena versus AJ to me. Talking about Raw. What? I know that, but oh. we just had a triple threat match. Yeah. Well, that that's true, but like you know. if it was reversed. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been better. If the Hell in a Cell was three people. Yeah, but I... Yes, but I feel like... Jericho, Owens... And Seth... Would be a predictable... Triple threat. They'll beat on Seth. One of them will go to pin Seth. The other pulls him off. Dude, what are you doing? I want, I want the champ. I want to be the champ. I am the champ. Blah, blah, blah. Seth knocks the heads together like Mo, and yada yada, um, and Owens wins anyway. I feel like it's actually less predictable as one-on-one. -on -one. I think Triple H is going to get involved. I hope not. I hope not, too. But they have to do something. They can't just have that happen. You mean they need to follow up? Yeah! Maybe for a major pay-per-view, maybe for a Survivor Series, maybe for... Maybe it'll go to Mania. Positive. Bailey? She got attacked by Dana Brooke. That's negative. Yeah. Negative. Now why is Bailey in squash matches? Why know. is she squashing people? Bailey doesn't squash people. She's the, you know, she's the... Yeah, she's the, the comeback kid. Yep, I don't know. Okay, I had an idea. This is where I was... I, I, I... Oh, negative. R-Truth be Titus, right? Yes. Titus was... Okay, bad camera angle. Titus totally could have reached the rope if he wasn't actually under the rope. I don't know if that's a thing, if they're making an angle out of that, but I'm pretty sure he was under the rope. Well, if you're under the rope, it's the same thing. 
isn't it? Exactly. Same as grabbing the rope. It it should be stopped, but ref counted three. And the ref had a much better angle than I did. That might have been one of the things I didn't see. Yeah, I was. I would have skipped it if I could. If I were you. All right. I'll let it. Okay. So you know how they have Braun Strowman doing these squash matches against jobbers. I heard that he fought these two dudes. Mm-hmm. I forgot who they were, what they were called. It was a fun the Splash name. Brothers. What a great name. But anyway, what if you put him... There's another squash match, right? Do you want to make Braun Strowman scary? Mm-hmm. What's one thing one does when they're truly afraid? Pee? They could have had somebody piss themselves instead. And you have to have the ref stop the match due to whatever. Just make something up. Like, you just have a dude in there. Well, they they could say due to uncontrollable leakage due, of bodily fluids. Due to loss of control of bodily fluids. Your winner! Or, you don't, or if you don't want it to be that messy because you got to clean that crap up. You had it implied that they shit themselves at the beer site. Because you could have Byron Saxon in there. He's doing his interview bullshit. And they're like, whatever, I'm I'm here for an opportunity. And I am not afraid of anything. I'm going to take this guy down. And all of a sudden, he comes out, steps over the rope, stands right in front of the guy. All of a sudden, the guy's like, and then the ref's like, <laughs> and the guy's like holding his butt cheeks and stuff, and then Strowman starts laughing, and the ref's like, let me ask you. Yeah. He's holding his nose, he's waving his hands around. Let me ask you. Yeah. Do you want to see that? It's not seen, it's implied. I'm not there. Do you want this segment taking up a segment on Raw? What's the difference between that and him just squashing somebody? It's It's, the same outcome. It's less disturbing. It's still going to happen, and the guy's scary enough for someone to void their bowels. That's real fear. Literally, just shit yourself at the sight of him. You tell me that's not something different and new? It's different. It's new. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I would like to see that. You know why? Because you don't have the right visual of a person. Like, usually it's the person that makes it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing James Ellsworth. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Nochin. That guy's got a great catchphrase. Any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Yes! That is a great catchphrase. It is! And it's a shirt. I I think I want to buy that shirt, though. Not only to support him, but it's a great shirt. It's Mm -hmm. inspirational. It's it's very inspirational. You know what else? Except to guys with only one hand. You know what else? He actually mentioned that he fought a man that has one. He wrestled a man that has one hand. Interesting. I don't know if he put him over or not. He might have. And that's the point. You know what else a man with two hands can do? Break the chains of oppression. That's what he can do. That's what we need to do. You, need to go, right. you don't like you. I'm talking to you out there. 
with your headphones on. If you're not wearing headphones, you're in your car, you're in the shower, you listen to us on your Bluetooth speaker that's waterproof, hopefully, or, or you're playing us, you're in your tub with your boombox, and you think that it's just time for you to take that boombox in there with you, don't do it. Because you could free yourself. You don't be controlled by what's happening out there. Don't don't let distractions cover your eyes to what's happening all around you. That's all I'm saying. Alright, go home. I guess. I got a piss like you wouldn't believe. Dude, I, I know too much. It's only my second and a half. I hope you guys, before Rich takes us to a next level playing field of somewhere, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast because I enjoyed making it. This is definitely fucking a lot better than last week. There's a lot. We we there was times that I had a lot more to say, but this is a lot of show for you. You need to take this into you. Because I am the champion of the world. I will not. I just want you guys to know. That we appreciate. Whatever time you put in. To listen to this podcast. Is, is It's two guys. You know. We just, we just like to talk about wrestling. And yeah. 80% of the time. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But sometimes we do. <laughs> the second F-bomb. That I had just dropped. But. It's all about. We like wrestling, you know, and we, 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 again, we appreciate you guys. Thanks so much uh, for Follow listening. The bookers! Uh, Rich is going to have, because we have a tradition. You know, whoever edits does the intro, and the other guy does the closing. So this week is Richie's week. Rich the Riz. <coughs> Rick Hard, if you will. He has lost again, so be kind to him. I was kind, but I must close this chapter. And I will see you guys next week in my heart. Because I really can't see you. Now, before Rich the Riz pisses his pants <laughs> at the mere sight of me, please. No, at the fucking beer I drank. Thank you, basement chair. Now, however you choose to listen, we appreciate it, as he said. If you listen on iTunes, we would love it if you would like and subscribe. Give us a review. That'd be awesome. We would prefer just a little bit slightly if you would listen on Stitcher. That would take us one step closer to becoming, to at least having this podcast, be financially independent of its of us. By we mean he means him. Us. Yes. Uh-huh. Us. I feel that it's your right to listen on whichever platform you like. I agree. However, if you choose to listen on Stitcher, which would be awesome... You were buying us a boat. Not a boat, I mean, allowing us to, to do more things. For you! You can also review us on Stitcher. That would help the cause a bit also. Um, Facebook is on Facebook. Facebook is on Twitter. At Basement Chair. At Rich The Riz. Collectively at Basement Bookers. And there's a MySpace. We still don't know how to work it. Forget that MySpace, though. And I'm sure Basinger has some parting words. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And you gotta do that part.
and do what the man says. Follow the bookers! Ah.